Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel, filling in for Jason Hammer. He's known as Indy Spanglish on social media, Mr. Jerry Lopez, with a very special guest on the WIBC Hotline. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is a big one. In 2020, he brought us Trump card. In 2022, he bought us 2,000 mules, talking about voting irregularities. And just last month, he dropped Police State. He's a New York Times bestselling author, possibly one of the most important filmmakers of our time right now. This is Dinesh D'Souza. Hey, Dinesh. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hey, so I just wanted to jump right into it. I, I saw the movie, and I have to be completely honest, it's pretty terrifying. Uh, coming from, uh, you know, my, my family's from Cuba, it feels like this is right around the corner. Um, just what, 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 what got you into creating this movie, and, and how long has this been in the works, and what did you walk away with that was probably your most jarring uh, bit of information that you heard? Well, you know, we've been hearing about censorship. We've been hearing about um, political targeting. There's, of course, the uh, very bizarre phenomenon of the former president and the leading candidate of the Republican Party facing 90-plus charges uh, and the rest of his life in prison. So all of this you know, raised a big question. What is happening in America? And are we becoming a police state? Now, when you look at police states around the world, uh, North Korea, China, Iran, Cuba, the old Soviet Union, the defining characteristics are things like mass surveillance, censorship, ideological indoctrination and propaganda in the schools and the media, criminalization of political dissent, uh, political prisoners, attacks on religious liberty, attempts to disarm the populace. And so you go down this list and you realize that many, maybe not, not all, but many of these characteristics are now present right here in this country. So it is very disturbing what's going on, and it's not just happening to Trump. In the movie, I profile a lot of ordinary people who feel the hot breath of the police state. You know, Dinesh, hi, this is Nigel here. Um, I have not seen the movie yet, but I have watched the trailer. Even the trailer is bone-chilling, scary. And I, I know you're a Rumble guy, but I can't find it anywhere on YouTube. I was looking for it on YouTube today. I couldn't find the trailer anywhere. Has the movie, in your feeling, been suppressed at all in any way from reaching uh, your audience? Absolutely. I mean, you, we make a movie called Police State, and we immediately begin to see the lo- sort of fingerprints of the police state on the movie. So we create a website, and a few days later, our web designer has the FBI come to his door and leave a business card saying, please contact me immediately. So wow. the guy, he doesn't work for our team. He's an independent guy, kind of freaks out. We contact the FBI, and the FBI goes, well, we don't know anything about it. It's not related to your film. So, all right. We drop that. Uh, then we find out we try to send a, a, um, some money to an advertiser, Salem Media. We're buying a bunch of ads, a little over $100,000. And a division of the Biden Treasury Department, which is concerned with international terrorism, intercepts our wire, takes our money. 
and basically hangs on to it. Wow. Again, we have to, like, you know, have the media call and find out what's going on. So then, quietly, they release the money. Uh, now we find out Amazon and Walmart won't stock our DVDs. Why? I mean, it's a legitimate topic. It's a responsible film. It's not a banned topic. No one has alleged that a single fact in the film is erroneous. And yet, so why shouldn't we be able to sell at Amazon? In fact, my earlier movies have sold in Amazon as well as in Barnes and Noble um, and in uh, and in Walmart. So we now have to go to the sort of alternative economy. You have to buy from Salem. You have to buy from Shopify. So policestatesfilm.net is our website. That's the place to stream the film. That's the place to get DVDs. But these are all examples of ways in which they are trying to block us. You know, one of the things I took from the movie is I feel like the police state's being created uh, through laws that infringe our rights and they sell it to us for our own safety. Right. Whether it's the the Patriot Act, whether it's uh, J6, you can you can come out here and protest, but you can't do insurrection or whether it's covid through fear, stuff like that. You know, what can we do as a society now? Because like you said, President Trump is one person. But but me, I don't have the assets or resources that a President Trump has. You're you're, you're, you're running into these issues, but you have different resources than the mom and dad that post on socials in Texas. So what can a regular person do to try to, A, stay safe, B, still use their rights, but but not worry about these kinds of things? Yeah, I think that there's, um, we need individual action, but also coordinated action, and people do need to be cautious, because I think a lot of uh, people who are right of center are living in a kind of denialism. They're a little bit like the antelope, who, you know, doesn't realize there's a predator behind the trees. And even if you tell them, they're like, oh, no, Dinesh, it's the wind. You know, if for whatever reason the FBI comes to your door, do not speak to them. Uh, basically because our side is back the blue, we like the cops, we think, oh yeah, I'll talk to the FBI, I've got nothing to hide, they're not, you know, I'll clear the whole matter up, no. If they come to your door, they're trying to get you, they will use or even twist whatever you say against you, so clam up, don't say a word, that's just a piece of cautionary advice. Um, You know, to defeat a police state, we need the courts, we need legislatures, we do need the presidency, because if you're going to remake or uh, reorient the FBI and the DHS and so on, that has to be done from within the executive branch. We need Republicans, um, governors and, and attorneys general and secretaries of state. So this needs to be a mobilized operation. Why? Because the police state isn't just one thing. I mean, even censorship involves academia, it involves the media, nonprofit groups, many agencies of the government, and the digital platform. So look at the octopus that we're dealing with that stretches across the public and private sector both. You know, to that point, I, I, I drew a little box of, of just the different things that police state. So social media, Department of Justice, banking and debanking, border insecurity, laptop information where the intelligence officers came back and it was all a lie. You know, it seems like there's, to your point, this huge octopus with so many tentacles that are just wrapped all around us and people are just stuck on the media and, and these false stories that people are being told. Yeah. And so don't, you know, don't try to take the whole thing on at once. I mean, always ask yourself, what can I, where can I make a difference within my own sphere of influence? And so my answer to someone who's like, what can I ordinary Joe do? I'm like, look, you, what you make, can do is maybe run for school board, or maybe what yeah. you can do is volunteer to be a poll observer, or a poll watcher, or a poll judge in the 2024 election. Just do the thing that you can do. If each of us kind of uses our 
sphere of influence and use all your influence. I mean, I once heard someone say that most people use about 10 to 15 percent of their influence to get things done. Try to use 90 percent of your influence to get things done. Try to be an evangelist to get the word out about police state. I mean, if they're successful in blocking a movie that's exposing the police state, then, of course, the police state wins. Talk about uh, we're speaking with the filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Talk about police state for a second. Maybe give me an example of one of the events that you profile. Like, I feel this movie is you have depictions of real life events and then you interview the the people that it affected. Like, maybe can you take us through the the one that just is bone chilling to me is the pro-life guy that the FBI showed up at his door at six o'clock in the morning and busted through and had, you know, he's got kids that are crying and, and rifles in their face. Can you maybe just describe, a, a, you know, one of the one of the profiles in police state? Sure. I'll actually use a different example. OK. There's an old guy named Joseph Bolanos who lives in New York City. Yes. He's, he's a civically involved guy, and he runs an apartment complex. He's not even a huge Trumpster, but when he heard about the big rally in D.C. on January 6th, he's like, look, I'm, I'm a video guy. I like to make slides and shows, and so I'll go down there with my video camera. I'll get all kinds of footage. It's going to be a historic day. He goes down there. He takes a bunch of footage. He sees all these people surging to the Capitol. He moves in that direction, but the, as he's getting closer he notices people climbing on the rafters he's like uh something seems a little wrong here he turns around goes back to his hotel goes back to new york so this is a guy who goes to the rally but never goes inside the capitol at all and then when he's home he rounds up a bunch of his old buddies they go to a local cafe and he's showing them the footage that he took of january 6th well guess what a neighbor like becomes an informant and calls the FBI. And the FBI organizes a massive raid on this guy. And they don't realize that this guy is a little bit of a high-tech guy. And so he has multiple cameras in his apartment. The FBI comes to his door and they try to cover up the door camera so you cannot see they're going to use a big battering ram to come through his door. What they don't realize is he has other cameras. And so he records the whole thing. And you see, basically, it's like a military operation. They come into his apartment, trash the place so it looks like Gaza, uh, and then they terrify him by grabbing him. They take him down to an FBI vehicle. They interrogate him for six hours. They alert the media. So NBC is there to portray the guy as a terrorist. He has a stroke in the process. And think about it. For what? What did he do? Nothing. So the point here is that you don't have to do something to come into their sites. And all the classic like police state tactics, first of all, all police states rely on informants, right? Your wife turns you in, your kids turn you in, your neighbor turns you in. That happens in this case. The guy, is, he's not guilty. He didn't do anything. Makes no difference. They're going to raid him. He went over to, you know, his, his mom is in a rehab center. They raid that place. So think of the brutality here. One of the questions I had to deal with in the film is how does a, you know, how does a decent guy who works for the FBI, because not everybody there is a villain, how do you get decent people to do evil things? Dinesh D'Souza, filmmaker, and uh, the new movie is called Police State. It's police state. Uh, what is the website? So, yeah, the website is policestatefilm.net. So not .com, policestatefilm.net. It's like the one-stop shop to stream the movie, which you can do to your big screen TV, or you can order DVDs. Dinesh D'Souza, thank you so much. It's been an honor. Hope to talk to you soon, and best of luck with the success of the movie. Thank you very much.